Hi, welcome to episode four of High School Heroes, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast where all of us are high schoolers. I am Mr. He, him, always forgets to say his pronouns, also known as your humble dungeon master, Charlie Isaacs. And to my right, we have... I'm Graham. I, yeah, yeah, pronouns. Um, uh, I'm Funny Wizard Girl. He, who? Izzy, she, her, and I play Mara. Alan, he, him, bones, and moss. <laughs> um, I'm Leo. I use he, they, and I play the cat teacher. All right, let's get into the adventure. So, in the last episode, our heroes finished signing up for various clubs and classes. They went to their dorm rooms and met their various neighbors, Mina, Rubina, and Xanther. Then, Sierra and Mara also successfully gained scholarships under the sponsorship of Professor Thornhart. About a week has passed since all of that, and all of you have started to settle into campus life, although you have not had any classes yet. But your first one that you all happen to have together, Magical Physiologies, takes place in one or two hours. But first, let's get all to all the various clubs you are finishing up. You know, just like a general question here. <laughs> um, so Sierra's definitely the kind of person that would decorate her dorm, right? Yes. How much gold would that for, you know, decoration? Because I don't have to buy everything. You know, like, sports team posters of, like, the school team. Okay. Uh, maybe some, like, fake vines. You could do, like... If you want real vine, oh. vines, hit school up. You could have, like... <laughs> you could have, like, Broadway show posters. Yeah, stuff something. like that. Right, like, with the D&D equivalent. Um, yeah. How much would, like, enough. two gold get me? Oh, that would get you a good amount of posters. Even, like, a signed poster from, like, oh. like the team or, like, an actor. Heck and, yeah. like, good decorations, especially with Skull's help. See here. See here. You're at the Trickshaven Star, a small white building that's always hustling and bustling. You were there with uh, Mina Lee, you know, the girl you've met with before, or friends with. Mara is usually also there, but band practice interfered, so you had to leave a little early, unfortunately. We will get to you in a bit. But to figure out what story you found out, you and Mina Lee reported and investigated on together and wrote about, roll me a d6. My friend and I... One! That's, that's a great start. <laughs> Hopefully it's a good story still. One. Yeah. All right. So, Hopefully. you caught a Prismari student, or a Prismari half-elven student. You caught them dumpster diving through oh. campus before the garbage <laughs> gets magically whisked away. Caught him dumpster diving through it, and you reported on it. Now you have to just, like, uh, give the report to your boss. A goblin man named Rico Felonis. <gasps> He's a third-year Quandrick student. You have, to, you have to report this story to present it to Rico. Okay. So I'm assuming we have, like, notes. Yeah, you're like, you're like, uh, yeah, I'll say you're, like, in his office. He's just sitting there, feet up on his desk. Of course. Uh, he's wearing, he's, his outfit is basically taken right out of Newsies. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's just sitting there, up on the desk. All right, so uh, what do you want? What's the story you brought to me? Okay, so catch this. We found a Prismari student, right? Uh-huh. Dumpster diving. Really? Yeah, like, I don't know what for. Like, teacher's notes or food or something? Did you catch them or they ran away? Did I catch them or did they run away? They ran away, unfortunately. You got pictures, though. Yeah. Uh, they ran away, but we did get pictures. Hey, that's a good one for your first story. All right, give me everything you found. Uh, we'll get we'll get to it. Yeah, you hand them um, the same little report you wrote up and a few pictures you magically printed off because... Logistics don't matter. Because I'm cool <laughs> like that. You're cool like that. And so now you are you are walking outside with Mina Lee. Yay! She says, That was um that that was a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Um, do you want to head to uh, Do you want to head to the Fire Jolt Cafe? I've been I've actually been looking to apply for a position there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I know reporters and coffee are supposed to go together, right? I think so. Are you supposed to get it during the report? Or after? I, I think it works either way. Okay. Um, well, let's head there. Yeah, yeah. Coffee sounds good. All right, you and Mina head off to coffee. Mara, as I said, usually you would be at the Strixhaven Star, but Rubina, the new conductor, wants to take advantage of this week right before classes start and have a practice. You are rushing through campus and unfortunately are probably going to be a little bit late. Give me an athletic check to see how fast you can run and see if you are late. You got this. Athletics is strength, by the way. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Three. <laughs> three. Okay. That. Oh my god. I think I might be late. So, you, uh, what what instrument are you gonna be playing? Ah, uh, drums. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, drums are hard to are hard to run across campus with. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, you have like this magical drum case that you can just kind of shrink it down. Uh, but it's still it's still big. It's still heavy. Are uh, you kind of running across campus? You're like, ah, ah. you arrive at the doors to the band hall and you open them up. Everybody is tuning their various magical instruments already. And Rubina looks at you. Hello, Mara. Hi. You are late. Yeah, I had another club that I had to rush from. I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, hopefully you will make make up with it for a good performance. Ooh, you're in trouble. <laughs> so, uh, isn't that kid like your right. age? Yes. She's the first year. Oh my god. She's got, she's got the air about her. my age and she's yelling at me. Wow. Yeah, she's, uh, she's already made conductor. I can't up. remember what club I got. Uh, shoot, I can't remember either. I'm in Smart Boys. Am I in the band? I think, I think you, you were are. in the band. I think I am. I play piano. <laughs> There's just a teacher playing was, the piano. I, I, oh. I am in the band. Oh gosh, that makes it worse. Uh, I, was, I was having you work on notes with Professor Mira. That's all right. So, yeah. All right. You just skip. We'll say yeah. Practice. You skip this one. All right. You're a so, teacher. You can do that. Mara, Mara, I need you to make a performance check to see how well you play the drums. You got this. You can do this. Oh. No, that's that is uh, unfortunate. Hold on. Plus Seven. four. Seven. Yeah, you're just kind of nervous looking at Rubina like, oh shoot, she's. Oh. You know, you know that fits my character really yeah, well. She's like, oh, she's so I got to do a good job. You know, you're just nervous. Bad. You're trying to play, but you're always you're slightly <laughs> off beat. Me too. And oh, okay. I multiple be times, happy. she stops. She, goes, she just stops the whole band. Mara, get with the program. Oh my god, that's always the worst when they're like... Uh, I really want to talk back to her, but I don't think I should do that. Probably a good uh, idea. That might no. not be a good idea. Contain the sass. Even though we're like the same age. Thank you. Uh-huh. Just like cry. <laughs> uh, practice ends. You don't do great. Uh, a few of the, a few of the other kids uh, do. Okay. It's it's an all right band practice. It's one of your first few meetings together, you know. So you guys haven't you guys mm-hmm. haven't really you know played together before. You are leaving and packing up. Rubina kind of walks up to you. Is that the conductor person? Yes. Yeah. That's the oh no. She, you've talked to her before. She's the conductor lady. Oh, was she the lady that was sitting on the bench that I was talking to? Yeah. Oh. This lady, Mara. Mm-hmm. You did a. You played the drums today. Uh, yeah, that's what I did. Fun fact. I, I have a question I've been asking myself. Uh-huh. Would you consider us friends? Yeah. What do friends do? Aw. Help each other? Okay. I've, I've heard <laughs> friends get coffee. Oh. Is that something? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get coffee. Would you, would you enjoy going to get coffee? Sure. Thank you. Yeah. 
You two, you two walk off away. Wait, we're gonna like meet up with each other. Hey, skull. Yeah. So, you are at the biblioplex. During you're at the biblioplex during chess club with a rampart. Yeah. So you played with rampart and they destroyed you every single time. Wait. But. Yes. Can I do a funny skull prank? What, what do you want to do? So are there pieces that are white? Yes. Skull is going to replace one of them with one of his bones he carved to look like a chess piece. Oh my that's amazing. That's a funny skull. <laughs> that's a funny skull. A certified skull moment. Skull is a prankster. Um, fun fact. All right, but you are placed with you are placed against another first year student who just joined the chess club, and you're going to play a little bit of chess against them. So first, make me an investigation check. To spot their strategy, and they're gonna make one against you. Not twenty. Not oh, twenty. Yeah. Okay, they got an eleven. So you're like, oh yeah, I know what they're doing. Rampart taught me this. It's like the very basic opening, very basic defense. You're able to play through it real well. You're just kind of destroying this guy. But for the second check, you can either make a deception check to try and hide your plan, or an insight check to try and look further into him. So do you want to make a deception check or an insight check? Mm, I'll make a deception. Okay. Roll for deception. He's going to roll for insight. Uh, non-natural 20. Dirty 20. He got an 11 again. Oh! So what? you, um, you just kind of destroy this man, wreck him, in a good amount of time. Afterwards, he shakes your hand and says, that, that was a good game. Thanks. Skull. That was a great Skull. game. Okay. Thanks. Uh, he looks very nervous shaking your hand. How, wait, how firm wait, wait, is your handshake? You <laughs> yeah, how firm? What is it like shaking your hand? Is it like firm or is it like wet? Uh, very firm. Very, very firm, firm, very firm. All very right. Bone. So, uh, walking out, Rampart walks up to you and says, Oh, well, that was a, you did a very good job in there. Did you make your own piece? Hmm? Did you make your own chess piece? No. Oh, oh, I thought I saw you making one. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Never happened. Okay. Um, well, I, I, um, I beat a third year and I got, uh, two coupons for a, for free cups of a fire jolt latte, would would you be interested in joining me? Yes, dude. Why are you making I, us all meet up I to get coffee? Plots. Why is this happening? I love plots. What's a latte? Uh, it's like a sweet coffee. I think. Mm. I do not know. You know. I love coffee. What's a coffee? Uh, it gives you energy. It's bitter. Mmm. You know yes. what milk in it? It can. Latte has milk in it. I think. All right, I'm coming. All right, let I'm us on go. My way. As you are all walking to the cafe, murmurs of excited curiosity ripple through the cluster of students around you, and another student suddenly barrels towards you, laughing uproariously. It's a short halfling woman who stands about three feet tall. Skull, you recognize this woman from silk ball practice. Her name is Jade. Hello. Hi. You, you've all got to see this. The oh. student twirls. Oh, no. We found these weird frogs and snuck them into the Fireside Lounge at Fire Jolt Cafe. And now we're going to race the little hoppers. Quick, come see before the professors find out. Ooh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> all right, so you guys, you guys walk. You, oh, no. you guys all follow them. In the oh, of course. Oh, no. Okay, and speaking of professors. Oh, oh yeah. no. Please race frogs oh, with us, professor. Please. Shiro, after a hard oh, day's gosh. work preparing for, a hard day's work of preparing for classes is ahead of you. And you know exactly what will help you with that. Coffee. coffee. <laughs> Currently, you're in the Fire oh, Drill no. Cafe, sitting in the sitting in the seating area with 
Florid Mero, or better known as Professor Mero, both of you going over lessons plans. You've also both ordered the Fire Gel Latte, which is the house specialty. It's usually about 10 gold, but your possible favorite perk about being a teacher or a professor is that they get one free of these every day. That is an expensive latte. It I is. get it for That's free. A really free. <laughs> yeah, you get it. For How free. much is it? Ten gold. Oh, that is expensive. It's really good, but it gets you really awake. I do. I no longer have enough money for that kind of latte. But who's Professor Mero again? The uh, orc man. Your teacher, the blind orc man. I like. Oh. The man. Yeah. yeah. It's blonde. The blind and orc man. Who's your teacher? Blind. Man. You see, he has a big empty scroll in front of him, and then um, next to him is a different scroll with a bunch of just like historical texts in common. And he has this little, uh, it looks like a little stamp, and he presses his hand against it, and it lights up in flame and becomes super hot. He then presses one bit of the script of the scroll with all the text on it, presses down, lifts it, and then presses it onto the empty scroll. And as he brings it up, it creates like a small, like little braille that he runs his finger over. Ooh, that's really cool. So, how are you doing preparing for your classes, um, Shiro? Uh, I've been doing pretty well. I've just sponsored two students. I know it's mm. two students, but they performed excellently, and there was no. Reason I couldn't. And we wrote essays for you. True. true, true, true. <laughs> a very <laughs> passive-aggressive essay. I have, I have sponsored one student, and I actually have I have three that are in. Um, you're in that program where the professors have to watch over three students, right? Yeah. Interestingly, the one I sponsor is different than the three I'm watching, but he's a very bright young lad. He's seems as if he seems as if he's going to be a professor at uh, Strixhaven one day. He has a good mind. He's shiny. May Sorry. I ask for a name? Oh, the one I'm sponsoring, his name is uh, Rampart. He's uh, very Rampart. interested in, um, in Lorehold, and specifically the war aspects, which is has a special place in my heart. I who, agree. Who are you? Uh, who are you sponsoring? Um, these two children. What's your name? Seer. <laughs> Seer and Mara. Seer. I've heard their names. A few of the people I um, uh, the three students I have, I've talked about them a little bit. I've heard their names come up. They talk They're about very us. talented, and I believe they'll be able to do great Oops. things one day. <laughs> Well, that is, that is nice. Who is the third one you have in your small group? Uh, his name is Skull. Any last name or just Skull? Just, just, just last name. Skull. Mm. He's a strange character. Yes, I've seen him around. I've heard of him. <laughs> Matter of speech. No, exactly what you're talking about. I've <laughs> seen him around. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can hear my discomfort when he says that. Like, oh. my, um, my three students are Rubino Larkindale, oh. Xanther Bowen, and uh, Kadoris. He goes by Cade. Uh, Dame of Aware. Wait, is that second one the one that lives next to me? Xanther Bowen, yes. yes. Oh, he's the anime character. I love Xanther Bowen. Oh, I love him. If you've not heard of Cade, he's a very uh, talented Quandrick student. He makes um, very much like the presentation I heard about of the Quandrick student. He makes statues out of um, shapes. Oh, well, I look They're forward to good. meeting him. All of you are meeting in the in the front of the Fire Drill Cafe. You walk into a massive cafe that is more like a large hangout spot than a small cafe. In the middle of the room, there's a serving station that has about a dozen students in line. You see at the counter is an elven woman quickly taking orders as a few employees walk in and out of the kitchen to get people drinks. To the left of that is a seating area that looks kind of like the student center, that being a dozen or so small tables that groups of friends are sitting around, some with high tables and benches, some with regular tables and chairs. Behind that is what look, 
is what looks like an elevated studying section that appears to be a lot more quiet and with a lot more books. And you even spot Professor Thornhart and Professor Marrow sitting there. To the right of the barista serving station is a newsstand, a set of three rooms that appear to be for quiet studying and doing schoolwork, and then a lounge area with a fireplace. Jade the halfling with the frog rushes over to the lounge. Mm. You spot um, your students walking in. Hello. He raises his hand. Morning. Hi. Hi. Are some of your students here? Yes, they are. The three that I've just spoken about. Hmm. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what they're doing here. I'll have to ask. Coffee. Coffee. Obviously. <laughs> Rampart goes, hello, Professor. Yeah, it's Rampart. It's Rampart. Yeah, Rampart, the, the Luxodon man. Effluence. Yeah. Are you are you gonna run over to the to the lounge area? Yes. Not yes. run over, but um, <laughs> like so just like to lumber slowly over? walk over. I, of course, over. I'm going to like order a cup of coffee first. Not the expensive mm-hmm. stuff, but like just a cup of coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also yeah. Like a cup of coffee. That's about one copper. Yeah, like cool. Cheap. Yeah, school and a rampart. A cup of coffee. Free coffee, I guess. So. Okay, you guys get your two free coffees. You get this massive mug of just like steaming brown liquid with a very fancy design on it. Roll me a d4 to see what the design is. <gasps> design. Three. Three. It's a, it's a little bug. It's a little bug with a smiley face. <gasps> it's just a bug. Skull is pogging. He's <laughs> making a pog face. Skull pog, skull pog. He's very happy. All right. Do, do you all walk over to the lounge area? Yes, after yeah. we get their Shower, do you join them? Yes, I do. Okay. Professor! Race no, frogs! I a stupid check for that. Yes. Yes, I go with them. Yeah! <laughs> you are dumb. <laughs> the air buzzes with excitement and the smell of coffee as you make your way towards the back of Fire Jolt Cafe and duck into the lounge to witness the scene. Hidden from the view of the barista station, the lounge's central table has been pushed towards the wall and its chairs haphazardly tossed out of the way. In the middle of the room hop four unusual frogs. Each is glowing a vibrant color, red, blue, violet, and orange, and has been outfitted with tiny costumes. One wears a makeshift cape, another has suspenders, a third wears a stylish bow tie, and a fourth has a top hat perched on its head. Give me the pop. Uh, someone has used chalk to mark lands on the floor, and multiple students are trying to corral the frogs into starting positions. You see Xanther Bowen stands there, and he goes, you're just in time. Want to raise these frogs with us? Yes. 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 yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, she's a professor. Shiro flamboyantly opens the curtains. He's like, hey, professor. <laughs> don't tell anyone, all right? You're cool. Please raise the frogs with us. And he, he just stares at the frogs. He's just like, what type of frogs are these? Frogs. We don't know. We found them somewhere. Just let us do our thing, and then you can, and then you can get going, all right? It'll be a good time. Race what frogs. No, are they breaking frogs. any school rules by racing these frogs? Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, is it? Are they like? Are they rules against frogs? Loopholes? Like, are they? They're not loopholes? technically breaking any rules, but it's frogs in a cafe. It just feels like it shouldn't be there. <laughs> so it's technically okay. Yeah. Like you could probably report so it and they might get in trouble, but it's not like against any rule set in place. Charlie's just like, he's got this like very contemplative look on his face until he finally goes, can I race the one with the top hat? <laughs> I'm racing the one with the top hat. No, uh, hey, no, we need two more coaches. We had two people in line, but they weren't that excited about it anyways. I got the one with the bow tie. We need about, uh, what? We need three more captains. 
Hey, four of you, raise your hands. No, it's okay. I won't. I'll just watch. All right, we got three right here. I got the one with the bow tie. Which ones do you want? Cape. Top hat, top hat, top hat. All right, oh. top hat for my main man. What's your name? Skull. Skull. Okay, I'll take that suspenders frog. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a frog with a tiara? That should be the other no. frog. All right, getting uh, cape, okay. And Shiro, being 36 years old, he stands there, and he takes this frog, and he's just like, I will call you Mr. Buttons. <laughs> uh, which one do you have? The one with the, the... suspenders. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Buttons. Hey, that's perfect. Everyone name their frogs. My name is Barry. Gungorky. <laughs> Gungorky, nice. If. If. <laughs> if. <laughs> Mr. Buttons, Gungorky, Barry, and if. I love this. Mara, Mara, yes. standing on the sidelines, you can do one of two things. You uh -huh. can either cheer a coach to give them advantage on one animal handling check, or you can heckle a coach to give them disadvantage on one oh, animal handling check. Oh, I can't do check. both? Uh, you could do, so there'll be different <laughs> rounds to see how far All they can right. race. Which one do you want to do on the first round? Mm. I'll cheer for Skull. Okay, what are you going to say to Skull? Uh, Skull, you can do it with your weird... Name frog or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Give me a persuasion check. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh wait, no. Plus I probably four. can add stuff anyway. Oh. Plus, plus four. Yeah. So twenty-two. Twenty-three. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have advantage on your first animal handling check. So I need everybody to make an animal handling check. Your frogs need to go about ten feet. Is there any way I can use encode thoughts to put a thought in my frog's mind? <laughs> Because oh. Encode Thought let, lets me pretty much, like, slurp a thought out of my head and I can give it to other people, or just, like, keep it. Make an intelligence-based animal handling check. Oh, yes! Yes! Natural 20. Natural 20. Okay. Skull, what did you get? Um, my first roll was an 8 plus 2. The second one was a 16 plus 2, 16 so plus 18. 2, so 18. 24 in total. Okay, 24, Bang. 18. Shara, what did you get? For just animal handling. Oh, I didn't roll yet, but can you use charm person on a frog? It's not a person. No. <laughs> it's not a person. Oh, that's a twelve. Whoops. Twelve. Okay. Uh, Shy roll me, roll me a a d four to see how many feet your frog moves. Oh. Uh, teacher's not used to gambling. One foot. One foot. Okay. <laughs> that's such Skull, a weird d four. Roll me a uh, roll me a d four plus two. Three feet. Three feet. Okay. See her since you rolled a natural roll 20, roll me 2d4 plus 2. Ooh, Xanthar rolled well. Uh, how long is the card? Four. Four? <laughs> I rolled two ones! We all rolled ones! My d4 Xanthar did it. Xanthar, no. These are my d4. Okay. You see, you're all shouting, go, yeah, go, frogs, go. You put, like, the thought on this frog's head. I think it's about four feet. Skull, yours moves three feet. Shower, yours is barely, it's just kind of walking. But you oh. see Xanthar, he goes, yeah, come on, Barry, let's do this thing. Barry just leaps six feet forward. Oh, my he God. He needs four more feet to win. Oh, so, have you done this you... before, Xanthar? Nah, man, I'm just good with frogs. Insight check. <laughs> Insight check? Okay, Mara, are you going to... Uh, try and give someone advantage I'm or try and give Xanthar disadvantage? 20 for my insight. Has he done this before? Nope. Okay! <laughs> I'll try to give him disadvantage. Okay, make me a deception or intimidation check. Intimidate that man. You have proficiency in intimidation. Okay. And deception. Uh, 18. How are you going to intimidate Xanthar Bowen? 
I'm gonna call us frog worthless. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, Barry! Hey, that's not that's not nice. My frog ain't worthless. He, he's big man Barry. <laughs> but you see, he starts to tear up. Oh! <laughs> no, Barry! He's big no. man Barry. No, now I feel bad. Okay, everyone, oh. make me another animal handling check. Xanthor rolls with disadvantage. Seventeen. I feel bad. Xanthor still did good. Oh, one. Uh, okay. 16. 21, 16. 17. 17. Wow. Okay. Uh, 16, roll me a d4 plus 2. Oh my god. Here. One. Use mine. Maybe that's better. Okay, so that would be three, three more feet. So your frog is now six feet. They just jump forward. Um, Seer, oh, uh, roll me yeah, a d4 that's plus that's 2. That's better. Can I borrow a d4? Yep. Yeah, my d4 is bad. Uh, five. Yeah, mine's better. Five. Okay. Shy roll. Roll me two d4 plus two. <laughs> roll double ones oh, no, like I did. Oh. oh! Oh! Okay. Seven. Seven feet. Seven feet. Okay. Oh, my inhaler so just went off in my we pocket. Have, we oh. have Xanther <laughs> at nine feet, Skull at six, Seer at nine, and Shiro at eight. Oh. Since anybody who's tied, you have to get the most over ten to win. Okay. So, oh, because um, oh. usually it would be five <laughs> to ten, but Mara, are oh. you going to give someone advantage, or are you going to try and hop... Uh, I'm tied with Sam. Yeah, I'll give you. Yes! Okay, <laughs> persuasion check. Oh! That's uh, over 20 at least. Uh, yeah, 21. Do you want to give him Bardic Inspiration? Sure. Yes! What are you going to say? I don't know. How are you going to uplift I'm your friend? I'm going to cheer on him. Okay, you cheer on yeah. him. Everybody make an animal handling check. So here you get advantage and, and you get Bardic, Bardic Inspiration. Inspiration. You do not have to use it if you don't want to. I want to use it. Okay. Okay. Unless I can use it on the feet. On That's the gonna be a dirty Natural 20. Dirty 20. Oh. Dirty 20. You advantage. Good, because that was a nat 1. Oh, yeah. And a nat 20! Yeah. Yeah. Wait, plus Zantar. my bardic inspiration. This is still intelligence based, right? Uh, bardic inspiration is a d6. Oh my god, it is. Wait, so 23 this is intelligence based because I put a thought in his mind, right? Yeah. Oh. oh. 32! 32. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, 30 exactly. 30. What did you get, Skull? Skull got a dirty 20. Okay, roll me 2d4 plus 2. Hey, hey. 20 my d. 2d4 yes, plus 2. Roll me 3d4 oh, plus four. 2. <laughs> oh my god, 4. 30 at level 1. Another 10 feet, so that's gonna be Another 10 feet. My d4 is like eight, the best. 8, eight feet. Okay. <sighs> Here we go. I was at 9. You're tied with Skull. Yo. No. Ooh, you ooh. ruined my d4. Sorry. <laughs> you gotta add two at the end. It's nine feet. Okay. I moved the Let most that Xanther. last round. Wow. Xanther got a 21. Uh, you all rolled good this round. He got three feet. Okay. <laughs> you see all the frogs leap. They actually all go past the point. You see Xanther's jumps, and it just jumps about... Uh, if I did this math bad, it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Xanther, it goes about 12 feet forward. He's like, yeah, Barry! And then uh, Skull and Shiro is just like in sync, take a big jump at the same time and just whoop, 16 feet forward. And then um, Sahir, you're just like, okay, come on. Come on. Eef. Eef. <laughs> and he just jumps and he just goes whoop, a little bit farther than Shiro's and uh, Skull's at 17 feet. Yes! If. Oh man, that's too bad, but great job. Hey, here's this, here's this bag of gold. Hands you a small bag of 30 gold. Oh my, a yeah. small bag the of 30 The poorest student gold. is no longer poor. <laughs> after you all, after you're all celebrating, like, yeah. Yeah, good As job. you look down, the frog's eyes suddenly turn red. Oh. And they start ribbiting weirdly. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. 
and then shed their like skin and grow to five foot tall giant frogs and start lashing out at the crowd. If as everyone starts to panic and run away, I need all of you to roll initiative. Oh, what? Like I'm gonna panic and run away, Charlie. Oh, oh, my oh God. that's two nat ones for initiative. Seven. Seven. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Skull is just like, oh, it's just like nine. Four. Man, the fate wows. Okay, four. What'd you get? Nine. The frogs rolled well. Uh, let's see. Okay, it is a giant frog's turn first, and this one is Eve. No, Eve. Yes, kill Eve. No, no, no. Eve. We can't kill Eve. Let me get out giant frogs. Too. We can't kill Eve. Not Eve. Okay, they're gonna jump at you and try and bite you. Oh my god. No. Eve, why? This is a betrayal. Fourteen. I'm gonna, as a reaction, cast shield. As my free okay. spell, what and is, that that brings it up to fifteen. Like? Uh, I just kind of bring it. It looks kind of like a curtain. Okay. As oh, I, nice. as I wave my hand across. Yeah. This giant frog leaps at you, and then you just throw your hand up, and a giant curtain just form uh, goes forward, and it just kind of runs into that and lands in the ground in front of you. Skull, it is your turn. This is the most emotional turmoil I've ever had <laughs> in a D&D campaign. Uh, I'm going to hit Eve with my knife. Oh, well, not knife, claymore. Okay. Oh. Do you, do you go into your scary mode? Hmm? Oh yeah, Skull's going scary mode, and you know what scary mode means? Roll the hit. Are you casting inflict wounds? Yes. All right, roll the hit. Come on. Oh. Uh, what do I add? Melee attack bonus. Uh, so it should be your intelligence plus your proficiency. Uh, that's gonna be a seventeen. Woo! Roll three d ten, right? <gasps> yeah, yeah. Skull's in scary mode, which means scary things are gonna happen. Hold on. 935. Nine, no, it's a 935. 17. 17, yes. I should probably count. Okay. You reach out. What does your inflict wounds look like? Like a dark soul energy. Like, first of all, on Skull's body, the bones, like, the moss recedes, revealing more, like, other skeleton heads and stuff. Oh. There's, like, and other bone parts under that. There's still some moss, but it's mostly bones now. And then from those bones, like, a black wind comes out from their eyes okay. and surrounds the sword. in this creature, and you hit it in the side, and you see this necrotic black energy spread through its entire body. It is barely hanging on. Just no, if There are two left. It Eve, is, you it have is missed. Gone Gory's turn. It's going to attack you, Skull. Gone Gory. This is rude. 18. <laughs> see, I don't hit? have a frog, You're so grounded. none of them are going to attack me, and I'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> Because uh, I did it. I did it. Forcing the frog story. Skull, you take five points of piercing damage as it leaps out, bites you in the side, and then it wraps its tongue around you, and you are grappled, which means your oh. speed is zero. It is now Mr. Button's turns. It's going to attack you. <laughs> Mr. Button! <laughs> I have no emotional attachment to any of these frogs. Minus 16. Okay, yeah, Mr. Buns leaps out at you, but he has remorse in his eyes. He doesn't want to do this. Wait, he doesn't want to attack you. As these frogs all leap at you, it is now Barry's turn. Barry! Barry. It is going to go for you, Mara. Why? Because I said he's worthless? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even mean it. Yeah, that hit. Okay. Well, he doesn't oh, yeah. know Four <laughs> points of piercing damage as this frog bites at you and you wraps its tongue around you. You are now grappled. Seer, it is your turn. There's a chair in the room, I'm guessing, right? Like sure. a, just a wooden chair? Yeah. Are you going to pick up the chair and throw it? There is a I'm going to do place. something better. Okay. There. I kind of bring up this rubber band-like thing, and I wrap it around my fingers, and I pull it, and the chair rises from the ground, and I let it go, and I cast Catapult. Okay, which one are you going to cast oh, it on? Catapult is so good. I love Catapult. Uh, I'm casting it on 
You can handle Eve, right? He's almost dead. I can handle Eve. So Mr. I can't, Buttons. I can't Mr. Move. Okay, he has to make a dexterity saving throw. I think so. Let me look yeah. up catapult real quick. Yeah, he's making a dexterity saving throw. What's your spell save DC? Um, he gets a nine. I don't think that's gonna succeed. Okay, so pull up catapult damage. Yeah, it is dexterity saving throw three d eight. Yeah, catapult's really good. I like catapults. Catapult, chromatic orb. I have chromatic orb. Mm -hmm. 15 points of damage. 15, yeah. This chair goes into the air and just whoosh, flies at Mr. Button, hit him in the side. Sorry! Shiro, it is your turn. All right, I'm gonna cast Ice Knife. Ice Knife. Ice Knife. Ice Knife. Ice Knife and throw it at Barry, if I can hit okay. it. Okay. Barry! Oh. Ooh, 19. 19, that hits. Roll your damage. Lara, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, my character's uh, five. Okay. Okay. And then. 10. Okay. 10? Does a 10 succeed on your spell save DC? It does not. Okay, Barry needs to make his. He gets a 9. So they both Barry. fail. Uh, what's the ice knife cold damage? Is just d6, right? 2d6. Roll 2d6 cold damage. I'm gonna die. 5. <laughs> you take 5 points of cold damage. Oh Lana. no! Oh, yeah, um. I, uh. You're no. unconscious? <laughs> yeah! Okay. Teacher, what did you just do? Sure, you summoned this long uh, You killed one of your knife made out of ice. Shoot it straight at this frog. It hits it in the side and then erupts in this like burst of cold. And you see it just hits Mara in the face and she falls unconscious in the You killed of one of your students! Frog. And that is where I'm going to end it for today. If Mara dies, I'm gonna take your bones. I am okay. your humble dungeon master, Charlie Isaacs. And to my right, we have... I'm Graham, the funny wizard girl. I'm Izzy, um, I play the lady that is now about to die. Alan, I play Bone... Bones? <laughs> um, Leo, I play the teacher who's going to have a horrible next parent-teacher conference. <laughs> we will see you all next time. Have a good existence! Have a good existence! Have a good existence.